Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. message today is called give it up we were talking about that for a minute i believe this is my last sunday on uh on the on the giving series we're talking about giving and i don't want to be ever learning but never coming into the knowledge of the truth i don't want us to be always learning something new never learning something, learning something new learning something new but never really coming into the knowledge the bible says of the truth ever learning never coming into the knowledge so we're always learning we got it intellectually weeping may endure for a night but all right, that's here. But some of us, is here, though. All right? Ever learning, never coming into the knowledge. Knowledge is intimately, closely, experiencing it. I want us to go from hearing it to experiencing it. I want to go from learning it to living it. This is not a school. This is not, we're not going to have a test and graduate ne next year. So you don't have to have it here. You have to have it here. Thy word have I hidden in mind. My heart, that I might not sin against you. So I don't want to just keep coming, busting new, 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 new. When God speaks, these are major words. Like, man, get out of Egypt and go to the promised land. That's a major word. That's not like, what else you got to say today, God? No, do that. We're waiting on the next word, and we haven't done the last one. We could be in church 20 years, <laughs> still waiting on God. And he's like, hey, I told you in 97 what to do. And all you did was jump from conference to conference, revival to revival, service to service, enjoying the word, but never doing anything I said. The purpose of God's instruction is for it to be obeyed. <laughs> Not to be learned only, but for it to be obeyed. And it's best when you're obeying to respond quickly. We talked about this last week. Now I'm going into the word. <laughs> it's best to respond to the word. And to respond quickly. Every word from God deserves a response. Whether it's thank you, whether it's an offering. People made, when God spoke, people made altars there and sacrificed lambs and rams. That was their offering. That was their money. People made offers. I got to give you something because you gave me your word. You gave me instruction. I was confused. You gave me wisdom. That's priceless. What's $50 compared to wisdom? It's quiet over here. What's a hundred dollars compared to clarity? What is a hundred dollars compared to peace? I can sleep at night? How much is your peace worth to you? You better not put a price tag on it. Are you hearing me? So that's why people give big offerings to God. And I'm not going to ask. I know we're talking about giving. And, but I'm not about to ask for the big offering. And if you've been here, you know I'm not. But it, he, he's owed that. He deserves that. That's your honor to him. I can't put a price tag on what you just gave me. So this sacrifice, please receive it. Are, are you understand what I'm saying? First of all, I'm not going to outgive you. You gave your son. I'm not about to kill my kids. It's quiet. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Abraham came closest. <laughs> but it's best to respond and respond quickly. Everybody say obedience. obedience. Say it again, obedience. Our obedience moves us from hearing to knowing. Uh, Y'all hear that? Yeah. Or learning. It, 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 we don't want to be forever hearing. It says, uh, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. So 
our obedience moves us from hearers to ones who experience the word. I don't want to just know what the Bible says. I want to live it to the point where when I'm telling my story, I'm quoting scriptures that I don't even know is in the Bible. By the time I'm telling my story, you, you, know, you know that's we've been endured for now. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just know I was crying last season, but I'm so happy right now. God don't make no sense. That's experiencing it. Because the people who wrote the word, the people who said these things in the Bible didn't have scripture. Job didn't have, though he slay me, yet will I trust him? He lived it. He said it. What scripture will you write this week? I feel the Holy Ghost in here. What scripture will you write this week? The Lord has done great things for us whereof we are glad. They didn't read that. They said it, and it became scripture. It's so profound. Your experience and walk with God is so profound. It's to be documented as his word, literally. Are you hearing me? So uh, we want to move from learning and hearing to obedience and knowing, experiencing. We'll find out also that our obedience is our distinction. That's uh, the holiness. Come out from among them, be ye separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obedience is our holiness. It's what sets us apart. Hearing doesn't make you holy. A lot of people who hear the word haven't done a letter of it. You understand what I'm saying? Satan quotes scriptures. I, I felt good saying that. I want to say it one more time for the right side of your mind. Satan quoted scriptures to the word, to Jesus. The audacity of this clown to speak the word to the word as if it would maneuver him trying to manipulate him emotionally with his own word, with his own being, actually. So it's not just about hearing the word. It's about knowing it, experiencing it, and our obedience is what makes us set apart. Pharaoh did not obey the voice of the Lord. Mm. And, and, and maybe because it came from like somebody who was like family to him. Moses, come on, what you mean let my people go? Dude, are you kidding me? It's like millions of people. Come on, you've been gone. First of all, Moses left. He was gone 40 years. You're going to come back after 40 years? I ain't even seen this new beard you rocking. <laughs> you're going to come back talking about let all my money go? You, I know they're your people and God's people, but that's my money. I'm God because of them. That's what Pharaoh said. He's considered himself a God because of the people that's the slaves and the ones that will quickly obey him. So Moses, I know we brothers and we kind of grew up together. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't obey God, maybe because, let's just go through some scenarios. Maybe because it came from a family member. Can you receive a word from your family? <laughs> Woo! Ask your family, you got a word from me or no? <laughs> why is that not as common? Why is giving each other word from, a word from the Lord, why is it not as common? Are you understand what I'm saying? I don't know you intimately or personally, but your family member does. They should be able to pray and hear God on your behalf. God's given you family for that type of safety and security. That if the preacher don't touch your topic, your cousin can. Why is that weird? Are we not the body of Christ? <laughs> that, that shouldn't be weird. Your uncle should have a word for you and not just. All right. 
Let me move to the next one. I should have stayed on that praise moment. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, or, so, so is, is that the reason why? You know, uh, uh, I, told my, I told my wife this week, I said, listen, or last week, a couple of weeks ago, she went to the restroom. A couple of weeks ago, I told her uh, we were getting dressed for something. And I said, you know what? I, I, I have a word for you. And I spoke over her life. I mean, it was tears. We was in there crying or whatever. Da, 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 da. And I, I just assumed the responsibility as the man of God of, of my house and of my family. And not just the man of God to live. We got to get to the point where everything we do publicly is overflow. I'm so glad you're sitting there. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't, we shouldn't start living a different life once we leave the house. It should be overflow of who we are, period. So, uh, uh, or is it because that he felt like he was too rich? I mean, I, I'm too successful to obey God. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm, uh, you, can, you don't have to be rich to feel like, I got this. There's a lot of us who don't have a whole lot of money who have the same posture as Pharaoh. Pharaoh had his money to depend on. I, I, don't, I don't have to listen to God. I don't have to. We just probably have pride or swag or... I don't know, social media. I don't, I don't know. But we got the same posture as, as, as Pharaoh, like, I'm good, I'll handle this, and, and, and that's what's up. Pharaoh heard the word, but he did not obey. And it caused curses to reign in his house and death in his house. But obedience is the security of the house. I'm going to say it again. Obedience is the security of the believer's house. Obedience creates protection and provision. Obedience creates protection and provision. Provision, protection. Y'all follow me. I'm taking you somewhere. Obedience creates provision and protection. Elijah was by the brook. The ravens was feeding this prophet, and he was drinking the water from the brook. The brook dried up. And he said, go to a widow woman. She's going to sustain you. His obedience got him provision. If he would have just heard the word, he would have died at the dried up brook. And some of us are dying by dry brooks because we hear him, but we don't move. I don't like being in the same place too much anyway. I like to move. I like to move and move it. That was for y'all. Y'all missed it. All right. That was for y'all. I like to move and move it. No, no smile yet. All right. I'll try something else. Jesus, the kids is hard these days. <laughs> so, so. He said, go to, go to the widow and she'll sustain thee. He obeyed and got provision. Some blessings, oh, this is going to be so good. Let me, let me say it how he gave it. Let me, let me say it how he gave it because I, I love saying this. I'm so glad, again, you guys are, are, are sitting there. Yeah. In Christ, some things are received, right? Receive it. You, you, you're at the brook. Ravens are coming to you. The brook is streaming towards you. Some things are received. Other things are retrieved. Well, you got to go get it for yourself. Good God Almighty. Sometimes you just sit and receive. Sometimes you got to go for it and retrieve it. You got to take back what the enemy took from you. You got to get back your joy. Snatch. Y'all too quiet for some reason. I know you like to receive, but sometimes you got to retrieve. Get it back. Get it back. Look at your neighbor and say, take it back. Woo. Some of us are in the season of receiving. Others are in the season of retrieving. So don't look at your neighbor because they're sitting there by the brook receiving. That's not your season. 
Y'all sitting because your neighbor's sitting. No, they're receiving. You got to retrieve. You got some praying to do. You got some consecrating to do because they might have prayed the last season. Now they're receiving. You got some things to do to retrieve. I feel God in here. But whether you receive or retrieve, it's both yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. My sister Tasha Cobb said there's a blessing with my name on it. <laughs> Anybody got a blessing with your name on it? <laughs> Hallelujah. So provision is there. They obeyed. Put blood on the doorposts. Put blood on the doorposts and stay in the house. They were provided for and they were protected all through obedience. Somebody say obedience. And then Exodus 12, 13 says, God says, when I, I'm, I'm about to go somewhere, y'all. I feel it. He says, when I see the blood, I'll, I'll pass over you. I'll make death pass your house. When I see the blood, the blood is their act of obedience. I see some blood. Because your obedience is going to protect you this season. It's quiet. It's not just your salvation. I know you're mine. I know you're in Christ. But your obedience. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to do something. Do something. Do something. He said, when I see the blood. I know you hear the word. I know you learn the word. But none of that can protect you. They had to do it to be saved. God is saying, okay, you see my display. Now let me see yours. You've seen my heart for you. Now let me see your heart for me. So, so the blood on the outside of the house is an outward sign of an inward believer. It's an outward sign that there's a believer on the inside. Because why else will you have blood on your house? I believe that if I put it there, I'll be protected. So that's an outward sign. I know you're saved on the inside, but where's your outward, okay? Where's your outward sign? I know you love God and God, this is our favorite one. Oh, I can't wait to say this. I'm a, oh, God, give me the right character to say God knows my heart. Okay, it's time to go from knowing to seeing. Because the death angel don't respect silent salvation the demons don't respect silent salvation satan doesn't respect silent salvation but he has to back up when he sees the blood he doesn't have access when he sees the somebody shout the blood that's an outward sign that there's a believer on the inside i know you're a believer on the inside but how can we never see it I'm not judging you. I ain't the judge. But how can we ne never see it? And the minute we question, oh, I thought you would say, God knew my heart. That's the thing he's trying to change. Oh, I got, oh, I'm going to say it to this side. I know God knows your heart. That's the very thing he's trying to change. So you think you're protected by that comment. You're actually exposed. God is saying, I got to see. I got to see now. I know your heart, and that's great, but when will your heart become your life? When? 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 So when we give to him sacrifices in obedience, we have access 
from, from giving love, we talked about all that. It's not just money. I know when y'all hear giving, a giving sermon is this, bring your money and bring your, it's so much to bring before money. First of all, you bring yourself. <laughs> I ain't about to do no review. I'm going to just keep going. <laughs> How you going to give money to God and you haven't given yourself to God? That's why you give your money in a frustrated posture. Because you're actually giving your money to the one who's asking and not God. You, you understand what I'm saying? Ain't no way you're going to give an offering like, no way if you're giving it to God, you're giving it to that church. Because God loves a cheerful giver. Good God Almighty. So if you give yourself wholeheartedly to him, giving is now your posture. When I'm truly engulfed in who he is, giving and generosity is who I now am. Are you hearing me? So sacrifice, sacrifice we learned last week uh, uh, is, is worship as well. When Abraham took his son to the mountain, he said, y'all stay here. My son and I are going to go worship. This is the first time we see the word worship in the Bible, and he wasn't a singer. I'm so glad you're sitting here. I don't know what to do. He, he, he's not a singer, so worship can't be only singing. He's not a musician, so worship can't. You know what? We have midgeted. I don't know how to say it. We have, we have compressed praise and worship to upbeat and slow songs. What? Praise is not a tempo? Worship is not a tempo? Worship is a posture of my heart that says, I don't even feel right standing in your presence. You're so beyond me. You're so great. What can I give you just to feel good about living? What can I offer you? Sacrifice. Me and my son are going to go worship. And there were no singers, no band, no, no background, nothing. But they were going to sacrifice. So worship means sacrifice in the first uh, 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 connotation. All right? It expands to other things that we're going to talk about today, like the sacrifice and praise and all that. But it begins with sacrifice. How you a worshiper? I'm a true worshiper. And you don't sacrifice. I couldn't even get it out. Nothing. You still in that uh, ratchet relationship. I don't know you, so I ain't talking about you unless it's you. And that's, that's, that's you and God. That's you and God. We don't sacrifice nothing. Bad behavior, crazy thoughts, whatever our swag, whatever we feel in the moment, we impulsive. We, what? Man, I'm saying, but I'll, we, we just off the, hey, 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 hey. Worshippers sacrifice. Not just money, not just generosity, but hey, you don't even know. I was about to punch you in your mouth just now, but how you doing? Yeah, somebody get on your nerves, you're like, ooh, it's okay, it's okay. Oh my goodness. You just worshiped and you ain't even know it. You sacrifice what you wanted to do. Y'all quiet. You sacrifice your response for a godly response. Tell your neighbor you a worshiper and you ain't even know it. You don't know how to sing, but you worship. You don't know how to play the keys, but you worship. I'm telling you, if you ever sacrifice you, They hit you in the DMs. I'm sorry, older young people. I'll be back for you, older people. I'll be back. They hit you in the DMs. You can easily hook up. But when you sacrifice that, you have worshiped God, and you ain't even go to church. You can worship God. Uh-oh. When I sacrifice my will for his, that's worship. I just killed something because that feeling was very real. I was, I was very about to punch you. I was very about to punch you. 
I was about to very hit you. But I killed it. Good God, I just worship God. Y'all should be. I very wanted to hook up with you. You look good. You look cute. I think that'll be a good time. I done rehearsed it in my head. No, I'm not going to do it. You worshiped. Man, y'all. Any worshipers in the house? The real kind, the real kind, the real kind, the real kind. I would have did it, but I didn't do it. I wanted to do it, but I didn't do it. I could have did it, but I didn't do it. It was right there, but I said, no, where the worshipers at makes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's what we give. You can give to God without money. Give each other smiles and love. What's wrong with that? I don't like church. Boy. Sorry, that's my up north. Boy. We say that up north. Say, Boy. That's what we do. Boy. <laughs> what y'all do down here down south? Dog. I don't know, dog. What y'all do? I don't know. Bruh. That's cool. That's kind of north. That's kind of north. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I can't stand nasty, mean, Ugly church people. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I had to realize that people who have Jesus need Jesus. Like, that's why I'm saved, because I need him. <laughs> I had to realize that, because I actually thought being a Christian and being saved and having his spirit will actually tame some things and balance some things. I don't, under, I, I don't understand how you claim to have the spirit of God on the inside and treat each other like they don't even exist. And I like how we do it in these moments because it's like, you kind of wait for me to get to like the real point and not even understanding this is God's main point. What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love neighbor. That's the biggest thing to God. And we like, okay, when is my breakthrough coming? Okay, 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 when is the healing coming? Okay, okay, I love, I love. We flagging it like we've mastered it. You're not allowed to flag what you haven't mastered. Tag me on that, please. You're not allowed to just wave what you haven't mastered. LeBron James still does chest passes in warm-ups. You got to stick with the fundamentals. You got to do it. Love each other. Man, show love to each other. Smile at somebody. That's all they need. Do it right now. I knew it. See that? <laughs> Let me get y'all out of here. <laughs> I love that. It felt better when everybody did it. Did y'all feel it? There's a little lift in here. And when it wasn't a song, I ain't speaking tongues, I ain't lay hands. Your smile. You ain't even say nothing. I'm trying to tell y'all how powerful this thing is. You feel me? You smiled and it lightened up the whole room. Nobody said a word. You probably laughed, but that, that it's the spirit behind it. It's called generosity. It's called kindness. That's a fruit of the spirit. I feel good today for some reason. I like simple things. I like teaching simple things. Because the church thing, ah, uh, and we miss it and wonder why we don't have results in our life. Wonder why we don't have heaven's endorsement. Wonder why God is not breathing on what we're doing. You haven't done what I told you to do. You can't skip to step four without doing one, two, and three. So we're going to talk about sacrificing and, and giving today a little bit more. I'm, I'm going to just move quickly. We're going to talk about the sacrifice of praise today. This is a fun one. I love this. I love this. I hope I get done without shouting. But I feel good. Let's go to the scriptures. I ain't said a scripture all day. 
In the old system, the animals are killed and the bodies disposed outside the camp. Somebody say outside. outside. Yeah, the uh, other scripture says outside of the temple. The blood is then brought on the inside of the altar as a sacrifice for sin. It's the same with Jesus. He was crucified outside the city. <laughs> that is where he poured out the sacrificial blood and was brought to God's altar to cleanse his people. The next one says, let's go where Jesus is. Let's go outside where Jesus is, where the action is, not trying to be privileged insiders, but taking our share in the abuse of Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. This insider world is not our home. We have our eyes. For, right, I want to just say this real quick. Jesus' body was outside of the camp, outside of the temple. All right? They would, they would, they would sacrifice the, the animal outside, bring the blood inside. All right? So the blood is in here, but the body is out there. The blood is in the house. The body's outside of the house. Jesus did not spend much time hanging out in church. But the Christian experience, our height is church times. I want us to start viewing church as a, as, as a means to live. No, nobody's destination is a gas station. Unless you work there. Nobody's, nobody puts in a GPS, you know, what's the, beep, what's the gas station talking about? Wawa, Wawa Shell, you don't put, you, 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 don't, you don't, your destination is rarely a gas station. The gas station is a pit stop to help you get to the destination. So you should be at the gas, most of the time we at the gas station like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because I got somewhere to go. The church is not your destination. I feel like God in here. The church should be the place where you get fueled up, where you get wisdom, power, and insight to go to your destination. The destination is your house. The destination is your marriage. The destination is your career. The destination is the streets. The destination is your family. Jesus didn't say, I come that you might have church. He said, I come that you might have life. So look at somebody say, live. At the gas station, like, hurry up, I got things to do. I want y'all to be in church. No, I don't want you to be like that in church. <laughs> hurry up, man, I got things. I want you to be more excited to leave than to come. No pastor's going to tell y'all that. I want to be so excited to leave because when I leave, I get to live. When this is the height of your Christendom, you fall right after you leave here. I don't mean like sin. I mean energy, momentum. You can't wait till Wednesday. Live from church experience to church experience. That is the, one of the lowest levels to live on. Not that church is bad, but that, that's not your destination. I never liked school. Sorry, teachers. I mean, if you guys were my teachers, I might have changed my posture towards it. I never liked school. I couldn't wait to leave. So I did what I had to do, learn what I had to learn so I can get up out of there. <laughs> I don't want you to be settled here like, ooh, this is it, this is it, this is it. No, no. I want you to be ready to live what you've learned. Everybody say, I'm ready to live what I've learned.
Okay, let's go here. Let's go. Let's move quickly. I'm going to be done in time this Sunday. Watch. 20 minutes, watch. 20 minutes. <laughs> if I'm late, blame her. She's pushing me. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. I also, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne. Good God. Also means other people saw the Lord, but the king might have been blocking his view. There are some kings in your life that have to die so you can, oh God, so you can also see the goodness of the Lord. There are some relationships that are kings in your life that have the throne of your heart that has to be moved out of the way so you can see God. What's blocking you from seeing him? What's blocking you? It ain't got to be people. It could be your own ambition. You could be so driven by you that you don't see him. I'm going to say that one more time because I've never heard that before. You could be so driven by you that you don't see him. Somebody say, I will not be my own hindrance. I ain't going to do it. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood seraphims. Each one had six wings. Two covered his face, two covered his feet, and two they flopped. And they cried one to another, saying, holy, holy, like we sung today. He didn't even know I was doing this. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The earth is full of his glory. Praise means to speak well of. To speak highly of. It's not just clapping. Every time. Somebody give God pride. That's good. Clap your hands all you people. Comma. Shout unto God. See. It don't end with the clap. It starts with it. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I felt, now I felt sorry. But praise leaders all across the world. <laughs> I feel sorry for them because they got to push so hard just to get a response from the audience. As, as if you're the kings on the throne that we're singing to. I mean, come on, y'all. I'm like, oh, I feel so, oh my, man. Oh, like, like, seriously? Is he not worthy of your tone? Is he not worthy of your voice? You know what I mean? Are you embarrassed because you sit next to him? If that's the case, change your seat. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, excuse me, but I'm going to praise him today. No, literally say it out of your mouth. Say, excuse me, but I'm going to praise him today. There you go. Literally. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. You never say anything. There's power never released over your life. The preacher is preaching. I'm talking. People around you are screaming. They're using their power. Your power is shut, and so is access to your life. Man. The way people gain access is if you open up. How can God get in your life if you got your life shut? Oh, God. Death and life is in the tongue. If you shut your life, how can I bless you? <laughs> okay. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You think you're being cool, but you're shutting God out. You think you swagged out and cute because you got your unit done, but you're shutting God out. Sorry about that. Sorry. Y'all good? You look good. Got the ombre going on, you look good. 
But when you open your mouth, heaven now has access to your life. They walked around the wall of Jericho. Nothing happened until, until they opened their mouth. As soon as they opened their mouth, power was released in the earth. I'm not trying to get you excited. I'm trying to get power to your life. Open your mouth and shout it here. Louder, 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 louder. I said it before and I'll say it again. That type of praise is called Shabbat. I'm trying to get through this. It's called Shabbat. Shabbat comes from a word that means to confuse. I say it all the time when we come here. It means to con confuse. So when I scream like that, I disrupt something in the atmosphere. Because you know the devil is the prince of the power of the air. Are you hearing me? So he needs the airwaves to be quiet so he can communicate effectively to his other demons. Have you ever been so tormented in your mind when it's quiet? You about to sit there and just go crazy because it's too quiet. The devil is raining all in your mind because it's too quiet, but you disrupt the vibration when you... I need somebody to confuse the confuser. Ah! Confuse the confuser. Disrupt the disruptor. Shake up the shaker. Ah! Destroy the destroyer. Make some noise. Shout till the burden is lifted. Shout till the yoke is destroyed. Shout. See, 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 see? Something broke, something breaking, something's breaking, something's breaking, something's breaking. Cause you open your mouth, something is shaking. Cause you open your mouth one more time. Let's make the devil mad. Shout! Ooh, something's breaking. Hey, shut the ball. So, oh, hey, something's breaking. Walls are coming down with one shout. The walls come down. What it took man years to build can come down with one shout. There are walls of fear and insecurity that man has built in your minds and heart for years. And they are strong walls. The Bible says none can go in and none can come out. You don't even trust people no more, I'm a witness. Because there are walls that man built in your life of fear, walls of insecurity, walls of low self-esteem, walls of worthlessness, walls of poverty. But today, the walls are coming down. I feel the hope they both shot I said the walls are coming down. We already knocked down the wall of sickness. I said we already knocked down the wall of sickness. I said we already knocked down the wall of sickness. So let's shout and knock down the wall of poverty. Let's shout and knock down the wall of fear. Okay, I don't got time, I gotta go. Sit down please, I want the visitors to come back. Anytime you're ready to knock down the wall, shout. Whenever you feel like it. Whenever you feel like it. There you go, go. Whenever you, I'ma keep teaching. Oh, shut up.
the wall of, I want to knock this one down together. The wall of doubt. Everybody shout. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe. I believe. Here's the interesting part. In my 17 minutes, here's the interesting part of this scripture. And I underlined the angels. This is the, this is the visual of worship and praise in heaven, right? It says the, the angels cry one to another. Okay. So real praise and real worship, the Bible, like I said, praise means to speak highly of to speak well of. It doesn't always mean to speak well to. So when I say praise God, God, you're worthy. I give you the glory. Nobody like you. Yeah, God. Yeah. What is yeah, God? I don't know. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. I don't know what that is, but I just say it sometimes. One of my religious traditional roots. In Pentecost, I guess they ran out of words. Yeah, God. Let me put the D on God. Just yeah, God. Yeah, God. Y'all remember Terry service? I'm going to take a little fun break right here. Y'all remember Terry service? We, we, I'm sorry, Mom. I ain't joking it, but I'm Pentecostal too, so. You had to call on the name of Jesus. People got the Holy Ghost, start speaking in tongues, and I was like, Jesus, Jesus. I was like, how she get the Holy Ghost? Because I was listening to her, and she didn't say Jesus. She said, G, 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 G. Now, who's that God? Because I need to pray to that one. I was over here saying, Jesus, you saying G, 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 and you got it. Somebody say Pentecost. G, 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 Call her, call her, call her. G, 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 Look at y'all getting excited. Jesus heard your first Jesus. Call him like he's deaf. Because if you be like, ta, 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 I'll be like, shut up it. Jesus heard your first Jesus. Jesus didn't use many words, man. Rise up and walk. It just happened. Take a stretch forth your hand. That's it. Why we got so many words? Never mind. Father, I ask now that you God. My wife says all the time, it's either power or it's not. Did y'all hear me? It's either power or it's not. When you got power, you can say, be healed. And you can, walk, you can walk away. You can turn your back on it, knowing that it's already, I feel God, already done. When you got real power, you can say, never again. And it's over. Tell your neighbor, it's either power or it's not. Sorry, that's my wife's sermon. So speaking well of is praise, not just speaking well to. Because it's easy and convenient to come in here, shut out your neighbor, and just say, God, you're, God, you're whole. God, you're whole. Oh, God. And you just don't even like the person four seats down. But God, 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 God. The angel said nothing to him. They spoke well of him to each other. Real praisers can say holy to their neighbor. I feel God in here. Our God is holy. When you say that to your neighbor, that's how I know you're a real praiser. It's convenient to close your eyes and know. But when I'm a real God is good. Tell you, can you praise God to your neighbor right now? Yeah, look how quiet it is. Look, look. 
nothing to say. Quiet. No blessings. No breakthrough. He ain't been good. You ain't got nothing to say to your neighbor. I know you a real praiser when you talk about him, not even in church, not even on the third row, not even doing praise and worship, not even lifting your hands. When I'm walking down the street, when I'm getting my hair done, when I'm getting my McDonald's, here you go, $5. Do you know my God is good? Let somebody know. You ain't a real praiser because you come in here and just shut the church down. That's fun. We like doing that. I, I love it. We can do that all day. But out there in them streets, what your street praise looking like, homie? What that street praise looking like, homie? Let me ask my left side, what that street praise looking like, player? To my right, I'm saying, what that street praise looking like? Can anybody say glory on I-4? Can anybody say hallelujah on International Drive? Can anybody go to Disney and say worthy is the lamb? That was... <laughs> 12 minutes. I want to prophesy to you guys right now. I want to prophesy through scripture. This is what's about to happen. I was going to say I live for live, but the Bible wasn't written for live. For everybody. This is what's about to happen in the body of Christ. But Especially for living. No, because he told me to say it now. He's speaking. Jeremiah is considered the weeping prophet because Israel has suffered so much harm because of our disobedience that God allowed enemies to enslave us. And so Jeremiah is speaking from that place. They call him the weeping prophet. He turns in Jeremiah 33 and said, yes, God's messages, or thus saith the Lord, King James says. He says, you are going to look at this place these empty, desolate towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem and say, a wasteland, unlivable, not even a dog could live here. But the time, don't, 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 don't go, don't go, don't go, stay right there. I got those dot, dot, dots for a reason. But the time is coming when you're going to hear, see? So, so far, all we hear is, man, I hate, well, man, this place is, we got so many complaints about where we live and, and all that, we got so many complaints about our life, and I'm not married yet, and this is not happening, and this is, and I don't got no job, and I'm gonna, and I, your life is full of complaints, full of, it's just, uh, every time somebody hears you, it's a woe is me, uh, that's all we got, and I, and God is saying, I get it, the land is desolate, nothing's here, the land is desolate, nothing's there, your job, ain't nothing happening on your job, ain't nothing popping at your school, ain't nothing jumping, do y'all understand what jumping is? Okay, that's another up north term, okay. But the time is coming. Somebody say, the time is coming. Hey, listen, listen. When it's prophetic, it ain't deep. It's just is. Okay? So I'm saying that to say you can get excited right now. I'm not going to break this scripture down. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to declare it over your life with the authority of the Holy Ghost. The time is coming for all of you who've grown weary of where you are in life. You're tired of life as usual. You're sick of business. I do this Monday, this too. You're sick of the same old, same old. You're growing weary, the Bible says. But he said the time is coming when you're going to hear. Now let's go. You're going to hear the voice of joy. You're going to hear the voice of gladness. Uh-oh. The voice of the bridegroom. 
That means groom. That means men about to get married up in here. All right, it's quiet. That's cool. You're going to hear the voice of the bride. That means some single women. Uh-oh. About to get a ring on it. I'm not trying to get you excited. Why would the Bible say this? Why? Why? You're going to hear the voice of the bride. You're going to hear the voice of them that shall say, praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good. Somebody say, the Lord is good. His mercy endure forever. And of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise. Does anybody got a sacrifice of praise in here today? Into the house of the Lord. Here it is. For I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, saith the Lord. I'm going to cause to return things you've lost. I'm going to command it to come back to you. Things the enemy stole, I'm going to cause to return. You're going to look over your shoulder and be restored and don't even realize it. You're going to look back and realize I got back what I lost. God is saying everything you lost. It's coming back to you. It's coming back to you. It's coming back. Not every relationship, but what the relationship took. How? Your trust, your joy, your peace, your patience, your happiness. Whatever the relationship took, God is going to leave that joker there, but give you back everything. Seven minutes. All right, sit down so I can keep my word. Just don't yell at this because I'll shout if you do. But just whisper to your neighbor, say, I'm getting it all back. I'm standing here a living witness that what the devil meant for evil, God turned it around for my good. I lost hope. I lost faith. I lost my wife. I lost my family. But we're standing here stronger than ever. 20 years later. Good God Almighty. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I don't have to read the Bible to tell you this part. Whatever you lost, God's going to give it back. And he always gives it back with interest. said he always pays you back with interest. You're not just getting your joy, but you're getting your joy and peace. You're getting your peace and provision. You're getting provision and healing. God's going to pay you back with high five your neighbor and say interest. High ten your neighbor and say interest. Y'all know how to do that high ten. High ten your neighbor and say interest, 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 interest. He's going to pay you back with those. The devil thinks he has the upper hand, but he has no idea what God has in store for your life. Okay. Let me end this. Six minutes. He turned it. He turned it. And he's turning it for you. All you got to do today is get the sacrifice of praise. You can put the next scripture up. Y'all stay on your feet. I'm not even going to read it. I'm just going to talk about it. 
Paul and Silas was doing the work of the Lord. A woman with an evil spirit in her surrounded herself with the men of God. Demons are attracted to the anointing. Paul turns around, rebukes the spirit of divination. Spirit comes out of her. She was a sorcerer. She made much money from Macedonia. Once that spirit was cast out of her, the magistrates in the area or the leaders of the area that controlled her got upset. Said, Paul and Silas are teaching against the Roman tradition. Making us worship other gods. We got to get rid of The Romans were very strict about their allegiance to their Greek gods. So they're coming in teaching this Jesus. They're just mad because their money got shut down. You know you're doing kingdom work when you mess up the culture and economy. That's how the kingdom gets power, by shifting economy. When you shift where the money goes, the city watches. The influence has shifted from the mayor to the kingdom. Anybody own a business in here, small businesses, small business? Okay, you, we need to learn who you are and we need to patronize you. First of all, I pray that your business is ran in excellence. That's number one. Because I hate, just support the church people and it's just rats and roaches and just, I don't want to go there. And I just, I'm not saying any of y'all, I don't know y'all, so I'm not talking about your business. Unless it's yours and then that's God and you. Hopefully you have, we have to support kingdom establishments. When we shift the economy and shift the influence, then God is glorified. So they were severely beaten, they were severely beaten and thrown into a dungeon. Good God, I want to talk to people who has taken some hits the last two to four years and you feel like you're now in your own prison. It's not everybody. The Lord told me the last two to four years, you feel like you've taken some hits, severe hits, like beaten like them. And now you feel like you're thrown into your own prison. And the jailer <laughs> was ordered to make sure that they did not escape. Do you not know that there are assigned haters in your life? I'm trying, I got three minutes, I'm trying. The jailer was ordered. There was a spirit, I mean commander, that told the jailer, make sure they don't leave. There are people who enjoy your bondage. And the enemy has put in them, make sure they stay locked up. Make sure they're never free. There are some people, their only assignment is to make sure you stay locked up. They ain't going to touch you. They ain't going to slap you. They ain't going to fight you. They're going to make sure you never get free. They're going to remind you what you did. They're going to remind you how people felt and make you feel like they still feel it right now. They, see, y'all don't understand this. A sign to make sure you never go free. And then they put them into the inner dungeon. So these manipulators take you deeper into your bondage. Yeah, and then they lock you up there. The inner dungeon. Lock you up. But, God, but, Scripture says, at midnight, midnight is considered the darkest part of the night, but it is also officially the beginning of a new day. 
I feel like running, but I ain't got time. Did y'all hear what I said? At midnight, they prayed and sang praises. Midnight is the declaration that this is a new day. It's still dark. I still don't see everything. I'm still confused. It looked like it's the same as the last minute, but it's officially a new season in my life. Tell your neighbor right now, it's officially a new day in my life. I don't care if 1257 looks just like 1256. At this moment, it's a new season in my life. It's a new day in my life. It feels good, but I got to finish this. I got to finish this. Midnight. Still confused, still hurt, still sore. They prayed and sang praises to God. Now that's a sacrifice of praise. I don't took a beating because of Jesus. I'm locked up because of Jesus. And while I'm locked up, I praise Jesus. Y'all quiet for some reason. They got locked up because of Jesus and still praised him. We're locked up because of us and don't praise him. What sense does that make? If they can praise God and be locked up because of him, surely they sing praises unto God. Now that's a sacrifice, man. That's a sacrifice of praise. And the prisoners heard them. How come nobody hears your praise? How come nobody hears your praise? Somebody should hear it. Why did it get quieter when I said that? On my notes, I said, I thought it would be a roar. Like I saw, uh, I, when I wrote it, I thought it would be How come nobody hears your praise? Somebody should hear you make some noise. Let me give you this. Man, I'm over my time. Y'all won, y'all won, y'all won. Sacrifice means this. Let me give you this, let me give you this. Sacrifice means a surrender, an offering for the sake of. Okay? Okay? For the sake of. So I sacrifice, I surrender, I suffer in this area for the sake of something else. If I'm giving something, I can give you $100 and just leave it there. There's no strings attached. But when I sacrifice, I'm doing it for a reason. I'm doing it for the sake of. So when I give freely, there's no strings attached. When I sacrifice, it's strings attached. When I sacrifice, I expect the blessing. When I sacrifice, I expect breakthrough. When I sacrifice, I expect him to move on my behalf. Look at your neighbor and say, there are strings attached to this praise. Next verse. Suddenly. I'm so glad you're sitting there. I don't know what to do. Suddenly, I'm letting y'all go. Thank y'all for staying and hanging out. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prisons were shaken. The Lord told me to tell you the reason why you can't see your blessing on the way is because it's going to happen suddenly. That's why there's no sign. That's why you can't see it. That's why you can't sense it. It's going to happen suddenly, 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 out of nowhere, suddenly, somebody scream suddenly, yeah, Jesus. 
out of nowhere. Blessed out of nowhere. Healed out of nowhere. Set free out of nowhere. Restored out of nowhere. Breakthrough out of nowhere. Deliverance out of nowhere. Little to never say out of nowhere. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Suddenly, my blessing, watch out. Look at your neighbor say, watch out. Wah, 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 wah. Let me give you this before we shout and run around because we're going to do that. I'm going to do that. Somebody say, suddenly! Great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison will shake it. This next praise will shake the foundation of what's binding you. It's going to expose the root of your issue. God said, with this praise, I'm going to the foundation of your imprisonment. We're going to get to the bottom of what's causing you to be bound. I can't break that down. The Bible says, and um, it's two words, suddenly and immediately. Minister Tim, I'm trying to, I'm trying to honor my time. Look at somebody say, immediately. Sometimes you got to wait on God. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes I feel like a nut. I'm trying to let you all know, suddenly, he's going to shake you and immediately, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, could you, did, did you read, what, 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 did you read what's next? Oh! Can y'all read? Can you read? Oh, the doors were open! All means all. When you praise God this time, every door is gonna open. Every opportunity will be to you. Everything, 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 everything. I gotta end it here. I'm gonna end it here. We'll pick it up Wednesday night. All means all, all. The ones that were praising, their doors were open. The ones that wasn't praising, their doors were open. All the doors were open. God can open doors that no man can shut. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He can open doors that no man can shut. Even, even though the door was shut. Hold on. Not only was the door shut, I'm leaving, I promise. Not only was the door shut, it was locked. That means there was no intention of that opportunity opening to you. That door was never meant to be open to you. It was closed, first of all, and then it was locked. And on top of that, you got a gatekeeper to make sure it stays locked, to make sure you never get that opportunity, to make sure you never get that chance. But when you praise God, he goes beyond the gatekeeper. He goes beyond the closed door, and he blesses you anyway. Say it!
Amanda. Amanda. All. 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 What opportunity have you been knocking on? <laughs> what have you been closed out of? <laughs> when you praise him. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. When you praise him this time. You're not going to know which one to choose. You're not going to know which way to go. That's great. That's greater. That's better. That's amazing. That's all the dust. Ah, the dust. Somebody praise him for open doors. Open doors. I speak open doors. I speak open doors in your life. I speak opportunities coming out of nowhere. I speak overflow. I speak overflow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Contracts on the table. You're going to make a deal this year that's going to blow your mind. Opportunities are coming that you never imagined. Say it! You can't be bound when you're a praiser. Let me end it here. Everyone who heard was free. Whether they praise God or not, if they were able to hear it, that's why you gotta praise God around your friends. Because when they hear it, they'll be free. That's why, oh, I felt that thing. That's why you gotta praise God around your children. That's why you got to praise God around your family. Because when they hear it, ah, they're going to be free or deaf, one of the two. All who heard it, look at your neighbor and say, you better be glad I'm a praiser. Because when I open my mouth this time, it's going to set you free. You ain't even got to stand up. You ain't got to lift your hands. But all you got to do is hear me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dare somebody to praise him. Yeah. Ah, Pull your neighbor. Pull 
Tell your neighbor, tell him we coming out. We coming out. We coming out. Grab your neighbor. Yeah, 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 Excuse me, visitors, I feel a little old school right now. Oh, Jesus. 
calling on Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Make a way. Jesus. Bring me out. Jesus. Provide. Jesus. Let everything that has breath, not everything that's saved, not everything that's delivered, you can praise God while you're bound, obviously. Not everybody that's living right. Not everybody that's holy. If you have breath in your body, you owe God some type of praise. You don't have to scream and run around like me, but you gotta say something. Just thank you, Jesus. And when you do that, all the doors. Could I tell y'all one door that opened for me recently? I'll tell y'all later. I'm not just throwing stuff out like, hey, this is real. Yep. In the name of Jesus, every door open. Every door open. Every door. The door of peace. The door of provision. The door of wholeness. The door of, you know what? Restoration restoration whatever you lost from the inside out I ain't talking about cars and houses there were things that were snatched from your very being like your soul has gaps in it God said I'm filling in the gaps sweetheart can you come here please I need you to lay hands for me God said I'm filling in the gaps in the name of Jesus what the enemy ripped out of your soul God said, I'm giving it back. Restoration is open to you now in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.